Welcome to Sometimes Dead is Better with me, Chris. And me, Kristen. And this is our first or possibly second mini-sode. <laughs> <laughs> We're calling it mini-sode, but these may still end up being long because we like to talk to each other, but they're just essentially not the regular format of watching a full-length horror movie and then doing a true crime. So we're going to do different things. And so this one, we thought we were going to do what? Well, in the time since we recorded our first now classic episode <laughs> on a pet cemetery, um, there's been some developments. Yes. When you say yes, so there's been two developments that have caught our minds. Mm-hmm. So, what's the first major development? Well, is it the remake? If we want, <laughs> <laughs> nothing in mind particularly. Oh, yes, well, there's a remake being made, and they've released the trailer. Yes, for us to watch and discuss. So we'll, you know, you know, we'll admit we've watched it. Okay, we haven't really discussed it yet. No. Um, and so the second development is that our very own fan of the podcast, Mary Lambert, because she liked one of our tweets. Absolutely liked it. Yep. Has presumably told her entire family about it. Probably Stephen King himself, the director of the original Pet Cemetery. She is sort of, you know, come out of the woodwork as it's, yeah. as you know, you know, in our last podcast, I very sort of presumptively said that I didn't know what she was doing. Like it matters what Chris Doty knows what she's doing. <laughs> um, but she's been very busy and she actually did a very fine NPR interview about uh, her legacy as a horror director, mm-hmm. the place of women directors in horror film mm-hmm. and in a roundabout way, Pet Cemetery in general. Um, pretty much all these things we could have easily talked about in the first episode had that thing existed when we made that episode. Yeah, but this is great. This is a way we can now talk about what we had already kind of laid out, which is what we kind of talked about. There not being enough horror movie directors that are female. And now Mary Lambert's kind of coming back out. She just joined Twitter like in November. Yeah, like right as we made her podcast, which I can only guess at her reasoning behind that. Um, also, uh, Kristen, I think it was going to correct me on several mistakes I made talking about the, Stephen, the Pet Cemetery book. Oh, so I've read half of the book. Okay. So one thing that you got wrong is that Missy is in the book. Okay, well, that's but a pretty big thing. <laughs> but she's not like an eccentric character. Does she kill herself? No. Like, okay, so that's a, yeah. She's just a woman who lives up the street. She has a husband. She watches the kids sometimes. Oh, yeah. So that does seem different. Yeah. She's not like their maid, per se. She's... Like, I mean, like they would not leave their kids with that Missy, right. I wouldn't think. Okay. So I guess they, for some reason, Stephen King decided to make her more of a colorful character and then for some reason added the suicide into it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what else. I got wrong. You got wrong. <laughs> I have to finish the rest of the book. One of the things I still am not sure about is whether they do some chapters from Rachel's perspective. So we'll check back on that. Right. I was listening to that and I thought, is that? True. I feel like, I, but I did say in the later chapters in the podcast. Yes. So that's why I will find out later. Right. I'm I'm just guessing this is the case. I, I could be wrong, but I feel like there's chapters later in the book from her point of view because. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll I will read should it. I, should I calm down? Yes. <laughs> okay. You should definitely calm down. Uh, it is a little sexist, 
but it was like the you know eighty three. It was very much like they would describe, like you had mentioned that it was your first kind of, you know, sexual thing that you've read. And they did like to describe Rachel's see-through undies and what she was wearing. Right. But there wasn't real. I mean, you're obviously you are seeing it from his perspective, yes. but From Stephen King's or Lewis, <laughs> or Lewis Creed's. From Lewis Creed's. Uh, yeah. So I guess that makes sense. But then also there's a lot of, uh, he's really focused on the fact that church has to get neutered. Like he mentions it like a, a like six times about like how he won't be a real man anymore without his balls and even he calls it like an it now even though it's got it anyway so it just seems to be a lot of testosterone. That's kind of interesting. And that's again coming from Lewis or like some omniscient narrator like no Lewis. Okay, yeah. And then like you had said, Judd has a wife. Okay, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. And then the same thing happened. He she had a heart attack and Lewis happened to be there, saved her life. And most of it else is, is pretty close. I was probably spot on on the rest of it. Yeah. I think so. Okay, well, good. we'll see, though. Right. We haven't finished the end. Yeah. But it is very good. As we talked about, obviously, the death of Victor handled differently. Oh, and it yeah, is... yeah. That's the big point you made in the podcast. So how, right. do, you, how do you feel about it from well, reading the book? I, th- yeah. I guess he is very upset about it. But he goes home. I think he tells Rachel about it, which you know kind of made more sense. Like in the movie, he kind of keeps it a secret. So we'll see how, how it goes along. So we'll let you know. We'll do an update. So I haven't completely sold you on my... Uh... Not completely. Okay. Well, that's fine. That's fine. More excited you're reading it. Well, wait. There's a little more information about Mary Lambert. Okay. So she has a movie called Darlene that's on her IMDb, which is listed as like a horror slash thriller. So that should be interesting. Yeah. Well, I can only assume it's about Darlene Connor. Yes. Yes. And then she also tweeted something about her being connected to direct a movie called Rolling in the Deep, which is a adaptation of a young adult novel about evil mermaids. That sounds <laughs> awesome. I don't know why you laugh. Well, I mean, I, I'm laughing because I'm guessing that she that's like the Adele song, like in the mermaid. I don't know if that was based on the Adele song or if that's just a term. And maybe that's just a term that mermaids use, <laughs> like when they roll in the deep. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, but it just—I liked the idea of it, it does sound like murderous idea, yeah. mermaids. Yeah, we haven't seen that before. Yeah, they could be awesome. Yeah. So that's all. Did you want to say anything about Pet Cemetery too? Because Mary Lambert was also tweeting about how they had a special screening of it. Yeah. So since we last recorded our episode, I took the liberty of watching Pet Cemetery Two, which is on uh, Amazon Prime. If you're interested, which was also directed by Mary Lambert, it has nothing to do with um. You know, there's no Stephen King sequel or anything. It's just kind of its own movie. But on that. NPR? Yeah. So originally, Mary Lambert actually wanted to do a follow-up based on Ellie Creed. Right. You know, like she comes, you know, because as we discussed, um, you know, she survives. No one knows what happens to her. Uh, I have my own theory that, you know, she's killed (laughs) by Rachel. Right. Uh, You did not like that theory. (laughs) Um, But so Mary Lambert had her own take on it, which would be some sort of, you know, she'd come back and that'd be her story. Right. Right. Uh, well, she says in the interview that Paramount Studios rejected that idea. You can't have a female lead or a female, I guess, young girl mm-hmm. in a horror movie in 1992 or whenever it was. She seemed a little bit miffed about it. Mm-hmm. So instead, she cast uh, Edward Furlong from Terminator 2 Judgment Day, um, which I was really excited about back in like 1992 because I loved Terminator 2. Right. Which, if I had to guess, was probably why I even saw the movie. Because I think I saw Pet Cemetery 2 before I saw Pet Cemetery. Oh, interesting. Which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so that movie is kind of a mess. It's worth watching. It's, I mean, 
if nothing else, it, it's different. It, it doesn't really try and repeat Pet Cemetery for sure. Mm-hmm. It has a great performance by um, who's that guy that's in the Shawshank Redemption, the card, um, Cl- Clancy Brown. Oh, right. He's kind of like the bad guy, the guy that comes back to life that's just evil. Um, he's like the abusive stepdad of one of the kids in the movie. Oh. And it has this weird plot, like Edward Furlong's mom is a horror actress. Horror who, actress. Yeah, who gets electrocuted on the set of a horror movie. <laughs> See, I just, I, I really, I didn't think I need to watch it. Because I think I, I text, you texted me, I just watched Pet Cemetery 2. And I said, oh, I need to watch it. And you text me back, oh, no, I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> the, more I, the more I think about it, the more I kind of like it. Um, but I just can't fathom how you say, like, it just doesn't really have much to do with the first one. So it's just, like, I really want to see it just to see what that means It exactly. has to do with the first one in the sense that, like, yes, there's a pet cemetery. Well, there's a burial ground. It takes place in the same town. Uh-huh. Although it starts off in Hollywood. <laughs> they mention the creeds, like, a dozen times. Like, they're like that's actually kind of a cool thing. Like, oh. they're, they're like this urban legend of that's the city. That's kind of neat. Yeah. They even mention Ellie Creed. Oh. Um. And it's kind of become this sort of ghost story amongst the town. And they even drive by the house, and it shows oh. the creeds in the mailbox. It's like, ooh. Um, but the, the thematically and, like, tonally, I mean, it's almost like a horror comedy. It, you know, I think I'm changing my mind as I talk. I kind of, <laughs> I, I kind of love it. I mean, I mean, it's well done. It's weird. It's, I can see why it'd be a cult classic unto itself, because I saw there's some big screening somewhere. Uh, like maybe the Alamo, one of those theaters. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, why not? Maybe I'll try it. Yeah. I know. I want you to. Okay. So now we want to talk about the Pet Cemetery 2019. Right. And so I don't know. I don't think we said much about it. And this is obviously coming out later, so people have seen the trailer. And the first thing we saw was just those stills from Entertainment Weekly. So we saw Jason Clark as Lewis. Right. And we saw John Lithgow. Yeah, which is hard to I know. You know, get into, but he uh, uh, and then we saw the cat. Oh, and so the cat church is played by an actor cat named Leo. And do you know that he follows us on Instagram? No. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. And so they there's pictures of him at home, <laughs> like it, he was wearing a little tie or whatever. Is that and, the biggest we've gotten so far? I think so. <laughs> Leo the cat. Yes. <laughs> I definitely remember the picture, the still of Leo the cat. I didn't know that was his name. But, right. You know, in church, you know, kind yes. of in the middle of the road. Or yes. It looks like he was, you know, come back from life. Hello there. Kristen here. Thank you so much for listening. We want to invite you to come join our Facebook group. Sometimes groups are better. There are a lot of cool people in there. We talk about the movies Chris and I review, new horror movies coming out, true crime, pop culture. It's really fun. We would also be so grateful if you would go on iTunes and subscribe and rate and review or subscribe on whatever podcasting app you use. It really helps us to be seen by more awesome people like you. And we want to continue to build this great community. Also, follow us on Instagram at Sometimes Dead Podcasts. We'll post pictures of the drinks we're drinking or pictures of the true crimes we're doing. While you're there, follow Gabby Watts, who does our amazing theme song. Follow her band at Gabby Rotts, G-A-B-B-I-E-R-O-T-T-S. And remember, sometimes dead is better.
And so we've seen the trailer, but we haven't watched it together. And so we will watch it. Is this a different one? No, that's like the intro to oh. the trailer. It's the whole thing. Okay, so let's see what's going on with these creeds. So many trees. It's beautiful, right? It's definitely not Boston. Pause it. So they're not from Boston. No. They're from Chicago. They're from Chicago. Yeah. So error number one. Mm-hmm. And what? Is that Rachel? I guess it must be like how they're longingly looking at each other. Her hair is um, all wrong. Yes. There's no shoulder pads. No. She looks oddly comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also it's, it's... And he's not wearing scrubs. That's true. Yeah. He looks a little scruffy for a doctor, too. Shouldn't he be, like, clean-shaven? Yeah. This movie's just not going to work at all, but <laughs> I keep going. Well, then she mentions trees. I mean, there's trees in Boston. I've been to Boston. It's beautiful. They're all not the... from Boston. They're from Chicago. Oh, right. Sorry. Sorry. But yes. Here we go. Farmhouse. What do you think? That's little Ellie. This whole place is ours. I can go to throw in a whole forest as a new backyard. okay chris is changing his tune now it's scary 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 truck well so hold on what is what is this oh cape cod i thought that was like a cat i know i did too i wonder if it's supposed to be yeah we're looking at uh jason clark's t-shirt for your um just so you know um was is jason clark american you know, I I want to say he's British, but I'm not sure why. Because that, that accent sounded really weird. Yeah, I got him to throw in a whole forest for you. Yeah, I think he's from the overseas. <laughs> okay, I guess I've only seen him in American things. There's Gage. He doesn't like that. <laughs> he's not it's nearly the same. As blonde. It's the same studio. Did you notice that Paramount? That's oh, cool. yeah. What is this hereditary? <laughs> this is the same clicking thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Same beat. Dare each other go into the woods at night. <gasps> Okay, there's children with little drums. Drumming, yeah. It doesn't seem like the original one. Oh, what? Yeah. What's that? Those woods. John Lithgow. Something else. Okay, so we get our first glimpse of the pet cemetery. Looks the same. Yeah, it's in a nice uh, spiral circle. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's as creepy. Like, is that supposed to be the deadfall? Uh-huh. If so, that's lame because that's, it's not a good deadfall. It's not very good. Looks like it can just go around it, too. Yeah. The cemetery looks less um, dramatic. Well, there's the kids in the masks. That seems a bit like that's kind of been done, right? Like you're next. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, I was trying to think of where that had been done. Um, I'm uh, the the stranger, not the strangers, but the purge. I don't know if they did animal masks, but I don't know. It just kind of seems like yeah. Well, we don't know the full story, so they're trying to make it creepy though, and it seems to be yeah. just kids doing a ritual. Yeah. To go. I will say, whoever did this. Cemetery. I mean, what a shit show! Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the original one is much more dramatic. Um, but John Lithgow looks convincing. He's not doing a very good main accent. No, or he's not even trying. Maybe he realized that was silly. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's the deadfall. That's uh, yeah. That looks okay. good. Oh, that, oh there's Leo. A, there's the church. Our biggest fan. Neil Gage. Dirty feet. Oh, they show the dirty feet. Uh huh. There is something up in those woods. Something. 
lots of images. That cage was pretty cute. Okay, pause it. Okay, so we're seeing a lot of very fast images, as we do in modern kind of horror yeah. trailers. Yeah, like if when you watch those old trailers, you realize that they just show like the a plot, scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks convincing. It looks like we're seeing Judd being attacked in his house. Oh, yeah. He's got a gun. Oh, yeah. Look at that. We just happen to pause on that screen. We see what looks like Mr. Pa- Victor Pascal, a new, uh, you know, new version of him. We see Lewis just kind of generally being crazy. Um, oh, we and we see Church attacking what looks like Ellie. That's another thing that's different in the book that I forgot to say was that I remember you had posed the question that Judd said his dog came back. Oh yeah, and he lived a while. Right. And he, that's what they said in the book. Like, he buried him and he came back and he was just like a little slow, kind of dumb. Oh, so that But he, he was fine. He okay. wasn't even mean. Yeah, so what are they worried about? But that was in the book. Okay. So, I mean, and then also when they buried, when Church came back, he just came back kind of like sluggish. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel like it was the same pet, but it wasn't mean. And then it just lived its life. So that was kind of interesting. And they said that, I think they even buried a bull up there. And the bull? bull came back. Yeah. But no, none of the animals came back evil. They just came back like a little yeah, dumb. Yeah, well, so we're right. Yeah, like, church was fine. Yeah, leave them be. All right. Did we see anything else? It went by very fast. These, yeah, these trailers today. We can, I mean, we can kind of tell the basic he's plot beats. probably looking for a gauge. Yeah, but only because we know the story. Right. Um, so, yeah, there's nothing really to... I mean, it looks very... We did see a gauge. He was very cute. Was he? I mean... I mean, he's no... Yeah, no... no um, Whatever his name is. Oh, Miko Hughes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, we did see the truck bearing down on somebody. Well, yeah. It, was, it sounded like he was screaming, Gage. Yeah. So. so. Uh, hands coming out. People going Sometimes crazy. dead is better. Oh, what a great way to end it. <laughs> There's a pet cemetery sign. Okay, so... Oh, and so another question you had was when they came into the Pet cemetery, was the title card of the movie just the sign? That's what they did on that. Okay. In April, okay? So, hard to really tell from the trailer whether it's going to be any good or not. Whether Um, they're just going to take it and... Run with it or... Or if it's going to be pretty much the same. Like, I didn't see Carrie, the remake... Just from the trailer, they showed a long ass trailer, and it really just looked exactly the same. Yeah, I, I, my my feeling is they at least changed the ending of the uh, story because the book ending was much different. But um, the book uh, Pet Cemetery is not wildly different from the movie. I mean, they leave a lot of stuff out, but that's just you know right for um you know time purposes. This looks very similar. You know, other than you know, I guess the time. You know, like you know, it's not 1987 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, it looks very similar. I I don't know what the kids and the masks are all about. I'm I'm assuming that's some sort of weird flashback or a dream or. Yes, I think uh, so. I don't know what that is. Um, otherwise, it looks like they're not really adding much to it. But you know, it could be great. I don't know. So let's talk about like what happened with it. That was able to really just blow the old miniseries out of the water. Yeah, well, okay, a couple things there. So the miniseries, it, which I, you know, love for sure. You know, that's a big part of my childhood. But it, you know, it was wildly different from the books. You know, it's certainly at least 
in structure and in the especially the second half of it and also because it's you know made for tv and there's only so much you can do and plus the book is a thousand pages long i never read the book oh well you're missing out and so the movie the new 2017 movie um while also being you know different from the book you know especially in in, it being truncated to the kids have and Mm -hmm. also changing entire scenes at the same time, and also changing the whole time period, you know, from the 50s to the 80s, it still kind of captured the, you know, the absolute, you know, more or less the horror of the book. You know, the, the, this sort of idea of kids in an adult world. Right. Kind of, you know, discovering, you know, that adults aren't necessarily always that smart. <laughs> um, it gets into, like, for instance, you know, Beverly and her dad, the homeless state, which is actually in the miniseries, but there's only... It's more, I don't know, I would say it's pretty clear in the miniseries too, but not to the extent like in the movie. Right. Um, there's the, you know, the more I think about it, the miniseries got a lot right. I mean, for a 1990 TV right. movie, there's a lot there, but there's only so much they can do. Uh, well, as a, but it wasn't anything like, it didn't just kind of come out and and go away. I mean, it's, it was a really great movie and people loved it. You can still love the miniseries, but I hate to say this, but my prediction for this pet cemetery is that it's going to kind of come out and go away. Like, yeah. I just don't think it's going to be a big. And I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's wonderful, but I just think it's going to be like a Carrie remake or one of those other remakes that's kind of kind of come out and then just kind of go away. And people are going to kind of forget that there was a 2019 remake. I hope not. Yeah. Like, I hope it's like, like it. did you know there's a remake of Poltergeist a few years ago? No. Yeah. Like who? Kn- I mean, I knew that in somewhere in my brain, but I I never think about that like I, I would never bother to see it right kind of like carrie i have no interest seeing the remake of carrie although I like chloe yeah me too uh moritz schmidt <laughs> <laughs> what's her name i don't know but we are pro schmitz yeah we love her <laughs> <laughs> um but why would you watch that when you have the wonderful sissy space Egg version so that's kind of how i know that's true but i guess some people probably thought why would you watch a new it when you have the wonderful tim curry version so who knows? I, I mean, I, I, if I had to guess, I think you're probably right. Like the new, it's not going to be. I can't imagine it being like this cultural moment, pet <laughs> cemetery, right? You know, especially since the first one already exists, and it there's not much more to be really done with it. Uh, well, that kind of brings us to what I kind of want to do at the end of this minisode is that we have been asking people to let us know things. And obviously we just started this podcast. So who I've heard from is um, my mom and dad. (laughs) What? And my sister. (laughs) Did they write in? (laughs) My sister wrote a comment. Okay. So she mentioned uh, specifically who I, I said this, I think in the first episode was Yoda. She was very scared of Yoda and all the Star Wars. Oh, okay. She couldn't even be in the room when they came on. And also she said large Marge. Why was was she scared of Yoda? It's a small little... A wrinkly creature? But I don't so know. Kind, I mean. He's so funny. I know. <laughs> Who knows? I was trying to think of what else scared my sister. Well, you know, my nieces were always scared of E.T. Yeah. Like terrified. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, and then my dad said, speaking of Carrie, the biggest scary moment that he can remember was the ending of Carrie. Really? That, that's kind of interesting. You know, the very, very Oh, the, the, the hand. Yes. The, yeah, that is very scary. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then my mom said... That her scary, her first scary moment was when she watched the original King Kong. Was so the she black and white version. Yes, she must have watched it because that came out like in the fifties. Is 50s. she eighty? <laughs> <laughs> 
mean, that came out in like the 50s. So she no, must have... that came out like in the 30s. That's oh, right, right, old, right, right. Old movie, yeah. So she yeah. must have seen it on TV. <laughs> right. I actually watched that like on Netflix or something. Not, and it's actually a pretty fucked up movie. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I don't know how they did it back then, but they actually have a scene where King Kong fights a dinosaur. Oh, and it's like nineteen thirty, and it looks fairly convincing. Uh huh. Um, and it's it's a pretty scary movie, and there's also you know a lot of weird kind of racist angles to it. But um, yeah, my mom didn't get into that. There's one more. My mom and my dad went to go see The Exorcist in the movie theater together. I've always heard stories about people just absolutely losing their shit over The Exorcist. Yes. Can you imagine that? Nothing else like that had come out. And then you're in your teens and you go to the movie theater and this is what you see. And she was very, she said that after they were like hanging out in her room and my dad just like turned his head toward her in a weird way to scare her and she remembers that it scared her so bad I can't imagine I can't imagine seeing Exorcist in the movie theater now I think even though I was sitting on TV being that big it'd be, it would still be scary so your parents were together in like 1973 or whatever yeah they were they've been together since they were 16 really yeah that's fascinating okay yeah. I guess my parents were similar I don't know that's fun. That's fun. I just I don't know why I just assumed they got together like 1983 or something <laughs> <laughs> Nope, they already had almost uh, two and a half. Oh, kids. right, yeah, because you have other siblings. Yeah. yeah, my brother just turned forty today, and me right. and him had some fireball whiskey shots and ate a lot of cheesecake. Okay, I haven't eaten my cheesecake yet. Oh yes. Well, I love this, you know, romantic exorcist <laughs> date they had. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. I don't think my parents. Um, I've never. I mean, I, I I've kind of. That's like a movie you think about. Like you think about. What did people think when they saw Star Wars, for instance, for the right. first time? Like, I know what I thought. That was like five, and it was on VHS, and right. it's like kind of whatever because it's you know you kind of know about it already. That could be a new thing we could add. Star Wars? <laughs> no, <laughs> that if people have a story about like something that oh, they first saw, right? Yeah, in the movie theater, or if you saw it um, when it came out. Yeah, I'm trying to think of you know I haven't seen many seminal horror movies when they came out you know if you think and usually it's kind of secondhand on netflix or vhs or whatever well i remember seeing blair witch in the movie theater right okay i did that i did that and i remember coming out like shaking i was so scared and i i mean i came out remember i came out into the daylight and i was still scared so that was probably the main one that i saw because you never seen anything like that before either no. The found footage and the yeah, I remember going to see it with some college buddies because we were I think I was a freshman in college when that came out and there and we were still not really sure if it was a documentary or right. that was like the gimmick. yeah us too yeah I think we kind of knew you know us being you know smart college kids I suppose but mm-hmm. I, but I remember one of us and it was like someone's younger brother left like in in tears <laughs> and 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 we were all kind of fine but it was it was a scary movie. I saw Paranormal Activity. I saw that in theater in the yeah. movie theater. Yeah. But that's you know kind of, you know what I saw that. Did I tell you about this? What I watched that by myself here uh-huh. on you know Amazon. It was one of the first nights I was alone in my new house. Yeah. And man, was that I mean, it's diff- it's scarier seeing that at home. Oh yeah. At like one in the morning. Oh, I bet. Versus you know being the in a movie theater, yeah. yeah. Because it's all about you know that feeling of you know what is happening when you're asleep, you know yeah. that type of thing, and you know it, it gets that. And I was like almost in tears. <laughs> I have watched all those. I think they're all good. I've uh, only seen the first one, but I, I tried to find the others and I couldn't find oh, them. Oh, I think they're all good. Yeah. I think maybe there's a maybe the third one 
was re- really scared me. I think it was like a there were some kids. Well, I think that's the one done by like the catfish folks, right? Is it? Yeah, I think so. Because I was I was looking them up after watching it. But the third one was really good, I think. But I enjoyed them all. It I was, don't get it tired. Was really, really scary. I'll say that. And then there's a another found footage movie I told you to watch, which is Creep, which is Mark Duplass. Now there's a Creep Two. I just watched that the other day. So I, I mean, I still enjoy the found footage. Well, I'm, I'm still trying to think of the scariest movie I actually saw in the theater, and I just can't. <laughs> Maybe Jurassic Park. I don't know. Like, yeah, that was scary. Like, you know, just going in like unknown. Yes, you know, I, I mean, I remember that very well too. I mean, like, I it to was crawl. very scary, but I knew that'd be scary. You know, yes. like, uh, I can't think of what. You know, the Titanic. I, I mean, it was wonderful, but <laughs> but you know, you hear about people. I cried like, and cried and cried. <laughs> I was sixteen, and all I wanted was love like that. It was very emotional. <laughs> and then you got it. <laughs> <laughs> We'll cut that out. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. That sounds terrible. I know. Uh, I, I'm I'm generally interested in that question though, like the scariest movie. It probably would be like Jurassic Park or something, because that was a what if fucking. You, what if you saw Jaws in the movie theater? Well, I mean, I, I saw Jaws. I'll tell you this: I saw Jaws when I was like five. What? Um, Who let you see Jaws? My parents, because they didn't fuck, you know, like back then everything was rated PG. Jaws oh. is rated PG. That's crazy. Yeah. So they, my dad tells me the story all the time is that we watched Jaws in my living room on video and like the scene where the Jaws or the, the shark <laughs> comes and like bites Quint uh-huh. in half. Yeah. Like it bites him in the stomach. Yeah. Like I jumped up and like jumped him on the couch and like, you know, spilled Cheetos everywhere. And, <laughs> um, like my dad used to joke about it for years about how scared I was. I'm like, yeah, that was a. Like that's a, that's not even a joke. That's a terrifying scene. Yes, he, the blood gushes out of his mouth. Rated yes. PG. <laughs> like Adam's five. I'm sure I was five because that's when we got a VCR. No, I said Adam is five. Okay, yeah. Oh, I see. I thought you were doubting me. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah, but... no. I remember we got Pinocchio, we got Empire Strikes Back, and we got Jaws. Those are like the three movies you can rent in Alabaster. <laughs> In 1985. <laughs> Pinocchio's pretty scary. When those donkeys yeah, turn into yeah, boys. No, well, in the well. I mean, when the boys turn into donkeys. Yeah, no, yeah. I, mean, I know, I know. Well, I'd seen that already in the theater. Oh. So maybe that was the first scary movie. I don't know. I love Pinocchio, though. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And I didn't understand also what renting movies was. So my parents came home with these movies. It was Pinocchio and Empire Strikes Back. And the next day, they took them away. Right. And I, and I started, like, I was, I was crying. Like, I was like, what are you doing? And they're like, no, these aren't yours anymore. <laughs> So that seemed really mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what were we talking about? I don't know. All right. So anything else on this mini-sode? I don't think so. I think we've covered all our bases. Okay. Was that an hour? <laughs> this was actually 30 minutes. Okay, good. That, that good. was a good mini-sode. Yeah, I thought so, too. Okay. Well, um, hopefully Pet Cemetery the remake, will be good. We'll talk um, about it. Uh, I kind of suggest you watch Pet Cemetery 2. It's on Amazon Prime. Kind of. Uh-oh. Well, the more I think about it, the more I like it. Okay. It's kind of like I watched it and like, well, this isn't Pet Cemetery, But that's not a bad thing. Maybe that's a good thing. Okay. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. There's some very strange 90s, almost like music video flourishes to it. <laughs> okay. But well, I have like 13 more... Etsy orders I have to work on this week. Well, watch it. So yeah. I need stuff to watch yeah. while my kids are in school. Yeah. And the more I think about it, like those flourishes may be on purpose because it's all about like this woman that died on a Hollywood set of a movie. Okay. I have a lot to talk about. I need to watch it again. I really liked it. Oh, no. We have to do a Pet Cemetery too now. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll do it next year. 
Oh, okay. Um, and I also kind of like it just because Mary Lambert did it. And, yeah, that's true. You know, she had her own. Uh, I don't know who wrote it, though. Do you want me to look it up real quick? Anthony Edwards is in it? Yes, he plays uh, Edward Furlong's dad. And it's also like the first movie after Terminator 2 that that guy was in. Richard Outen? Yeah, I don't know who that is. He didn't write much, man. Yeah. There is one great kill scene. Okay, don't tell me. Okay. Oh, it's got that kid from all the 80s movies? Like for Big and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Which one? Like the Jared Rushton? Your head just hit the microphone. Yeah, I think You know, he's like, from Big and... I think he plays like the bad guy, yeah. Oh, there's a bad guy? He's like the bad kid, the bully, kind of. And then he was on ER later. How weird is that? With Anthony Edwards. Yes. All right. Well, so again, do we have to tell them all again about... Rate and review. <laughs> That's all yes. I have to say, I think. Yeah. And um, find I'm... us on social media. Listen back to the other ones. Yeah. Or if nothing else, again, just rate and review. You don't have to do any other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to talk to us, you can. We're yeah. We're hanging out. We're easily available. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, bye. Good night. That was fun.